You're listening to Tech Talk Central. We're going to be talking a really interesting topic, um, but something that all women fear, and I would say all men, um, which is breast cancer, breast and ovaries cancer. That's right. Um, the th- interesting, I just, uh, when you first came, I told you it was interesting that none of the other gentlemen, Sakis or Yanis, actually wanted to touch this um, specific interview, and they said you should take it. And I was wondering, does that, because I have breasts, Men have breasts, and you, you responded that it, cancer is not so often in men. But let's start from the beginning. So what um, what is this lab about, and what does your work involve? Thank you very much for your uh, invitation and the question. Uh, we, are, uh, have, we have been working for about 20 years uh, in the so-called uh, heredity in cancer. In other words, we can say uh, we are looking in families where there are several uh, cases of uh, breast or ovarian cancer or other types of cancer like colorectal or stomach or brain, uh, many types of cancer, but mainly we specialize who specialize in breast and ovarian cancer. And we are looking in families uh, with many cases and uh, quite often at the early onset, as we call it. Uh, I mean, early onset at diagnosis. That means, uh, for, it means that uh, we are looking for cancers in families under the age of 45 years old, so very young uh, women. Uh, you have, uh, unfortunately, there are many cases, uh, even at 25 years old, 30, 35, 40, 45 years old. Especially among the age of 30 and 45, there is a quite important amount of uh, uh, annual incidence, of us, as we call it, uh, in the every year uh, cases in, in the country. Uh, for example, in Greece, uh, we have uh, 6,000 cases of breast cancer every year. And uh, among them, about uh, 15 uh, to 20% is under the 40 years old. Uh, so we have about, uh, you know, about 1,000 cases per year uh, under uh, 40 years. So we're, we're looking uh, in the genetic material of uh, women and men in families in general. We are doing uh, so-called uh, cancer genetics in families. We are collaborating with uh, oncology hospitals and oncology doctors, and we are interviewing uh, young women with breast cancer or ovarian cancer, and we are trying to find the molecular uh, markers, the, molecular, the genes, the mutations in genes that are responsible for this uh, early uh, onset of the disease. So, in all cases, is it hereditary? Is it yeah? We are looking about the hereditary, hereditary factors. Of course, there are also environmental factors for, for cancer. Cancer is uh, actually is uh, any type of cancer is related uh, to these two very important factors: environment, heredity. So, for some people, environment is more important. For example, for a smoker, uh, smoking is environment. Uh, so, smoking is more important than uh, heredity. For some others, uh, heredity is more important than environment. Uh, because if you, can, if you see somebody, or a man or a woman with uh, cancer at the age of 20 or 30, uh, you understand that there is no environment that has influenced mm-hmm. mainly, but it, these are hereditary factors. Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, some of the myths, just to get them out of the picture. 
Um, it, does it play any role how big a breast is, how small it is, um, how you treat it, what you do with it? Does that, you know, sometimes read, women tend to read all these things in magazines that, yeah. um, do those play, things play any role? And are all 1000 cases, for example, that you mentioned, the 20%, all cases when it's too early, the onset, is it always hereditary or, not it could be even something else i don't know we talked about environment but have you proven that it's always at that early age the cause is hereditary we haven't proved it for all of the cases but uh, a big percentage of the cases mostly it's hereditary in general in cancer we know today that if we see a case with early onset in any type of cancer this uh, directly goes uh, to heredity. Mm-hmm. Uh, not always we are uh, we have proven it, but uh, most often is uh, is the case mm-hmm. uh, because uh, environment is uh, is much more. Uh, there are many more parameters to take into consideration, like uh, physical, physical exercise, like uh, weight, like uh, height, even the height, uh-huh. uh, even uh, what we eat, uh, if we the stress, or if, you know, if we are run- if we are running, if we are not running, how many kids uh, has a woman, if she, she has no kids, or if she has uh, one kid, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five kids. I mean, there it's many, many factors that uh, uh, influence that, so we call environment. Mm-hmm. So it's not very easy to find a direct correlation of environment with cancer. Very many people like to say, "Oh, stress is uh, produces cancer." For example, uh, this is a you know this is a, I call it a, a television. Let's uh, uh, television um, fab. Yeah, it's nothing important. Yeah. Yeah, because it is even doctors say if they, don't, they cannot say if they, don't, if they can't give an answer for everything. Oh, this is because of the stress. Uh, you know, it's a it's an easy que- it's an easy answer in a difficult question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we are looking. We are our job is mainly the genes. Uh, it's mainly the heredity. Mm-hmm. But of course, there are other factors. We are not saying that uh, it's not uh, only the genes, but it's, certainly the genes is very, something very important. Okay, so let's go now to the genes. I hear lately that cancer is not a mutation in one part of the gene. It could be different markers that have gone wrong in different places on the, uh, the whole genome. So is it the same when it comes to breast cancer? Is it just one sm- small mutation, something they can fix actually really easily? Or is it something much more um, complex? Obviously, it's complex, but you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. sure. It's, it's very complex in any case. And we don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, is it... Is a single mutation. Mm. It's a single, very small mutation in a, in a, in a gene. Uh, so it's nothing compared to the totality of the genome that everybody has. It's like let's say uh, like a hole in a whole building. Mm-hmm. Like make a, make make a, a hole in in a wall in a building. You know, mm-hmm. you it will not uh, destroy it. Uh, you will not demolish it. But in this case of DNA, because DNA is the very substantial uh, 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 part of the, of the human uh, being, uh, just a single mutation may may be so so important, so effective, so effective. Yeah. Oh, sometimes, sometimes one mutation may be combined with other mutations, but as we know today, most most of the cases just a single mutation. 
And how close are we to finding any kind of solution? I'm not going to say therapy. Um, you're studying the, so you can, you find the mechanism, obviously, of how it's created, I'm guessing, That's the cancer. Um, but obviously I can't, I can't imagine that you're not looking into ways of, um, uh, solving the problem. So how close, where are you? Are you still trying to recognize the mechanism the cancer is being created? Those, those things go in parallel. I mean, the, the mecha- finding the mechanism and finding the pharmacology, finding the drugs that will uh, uh, resolve the problem. Of course, there are many drugs. Uh, there are many anti-cancer drugs today. Uh, so the people, much less people die than uh, previous uh, decades. Okay? Uh, so there is a huge uh, improvement. Uh, in the survival of, of cancer patients nowadays than uh, 20 or 30 years ago, especially because, for example, very often women were going to the doctor very late, so the cancer has had spread already to the body. So if the cancer sp- spread to the body, it's very late. Uh, so uh, in any case, uh, those things, the f- f- pharmacology and the, me- uh, the mechanism, they go in parallel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot say that the one goes first and the other goes later. Of course, we need to find some mechanism and then we find the drugs. But we know today many mechanisms. The problem is that we cannot change the genes. Uh, that's a major issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very difficult. As, as of today... By the knowledge we have today, we cannot change the genes of a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can block some mechanism. So that's the that's the uh, medical treatment that oncology patients have. So they are, take some drugs, some substances that block some mechanisms that blocks the the development of the cancer, that blocks the, the proliferation of the cells. Okay? But is is that preventive? So if you know a young girl has that specific mutation in her gene. We've all heard there's that kind of therapy. So is that yeah. what you're talking, or is it no, once I, she becomes six, I'm six talking, she can stop I'm the talking, mutation? I was talking about one a woman, for a woman who has already cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of prevention, it's different. It's different. Uh, I'll tell you now. Uh, for example, let's say that we have a woman at age of 50 years old with breast cancer, and she has a daughter uh, who has inherited the mm-hmm. mutation, who has inherited the mutation. And uh, she is uh, like 25 years old, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's healthy and young. And young. Uh, so there are many different reasons, uh, many different ways to follow up this little uh, this girl. Uh, one thing is to the to follow by different uh, methods like uh, you know mast- uh, mastography or ultrasound mm-hmm. every like every year. But the checking, so, the checking. Yeah, she checking. Okay. Yeah. But, but this this uh, girl will go in a very particular uh, type of diagnosis and, and follow up. Uh, if she has a, a, a predisposition to cancer, she has to be followed by like every year. Mm-hmm. So in case there is something that is developed. Uh, so it would be removed quickly. Catched and, on early, yes. And it would not spread in, in her body. I was going to ask something. I'm sorry. When it comes to heritage, um, so is it the mother that will inherit to her daughter a mutated gene? No. Or could I, it also be the father? Either father or mother. It's not related to the sex. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a called, it's the, in the, so we call autosomal chromosomes. It's not related to the chromosomes. Who, which are related to the sex. So father and mother, 50-50. Uh, 
can uh, inherit uh, the mutation to her daughter. Of course, if they inherit to their to their uh, um, boys, uh, they don't. The men do not develop breast cancer, but uh, except a few cases. But they can, uh, of course, inherit their mutation to their kid, to their mean, daughters. Yeah, the gene. So. You did, we when we started, we said that this is the only lab, if I understood, research lab in Greece. A public, a public research lab in Greece. But yes. that's weird. Honestly, cancer is really serious, even for a country like Greece with 10 million people. No, no, there are other, Why do we have one there public? Are, there are other labs working on cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the only which are we are a reference lab for. Uh, hereditary cancer, mm-hmm. that's the difference. Uh-huh. Uh, there are many other labs working in cancer mechanisms or in cancer pharmacology. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, there are some historical reasons uh, why there is only one lab on cancer genetics in Greece uh, in, on hereditary cancer. Uh, that's just history. It's, yeah. It's not very important. So tell us about the future. So let's forget history. So where is your work where do you see your work going and what have you planned next in the next coming years? What can we follow up on you? Yeah, we are have, having a lot of uh, collaboration with uh, many, many groups abroad in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, in Australia, in uh, Japan. So because this work uh, is... Uh, it cannot uh, advance without collaboration, without international collaboration, as you understand, uh, especially this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you an, an idea, in previous years, uh, publications were like 10 or 20 persons per publication. Now there are publications with hundreds of uh, authors because there are huge consortia around the world because we have to... to Add the data from our patients, so that we add the, like uh, we make numbers of uh, fifty thousand patients, a hundred thousand patients, very big numbers. Mm-hmm. So we can exclude, uh, we can uh, we can have some uh, results that are stat- really statistically significant and not you know sm- small small uh, data sets. Yeah, data sets. I was going to ask yeah. you that. I, I believe technology probably has changed the field because now you've got big data centers, you, a That's lot of right. data collected. You're collaborating, as you said. Collaboration is much more easy, easier because communication is easier. Right, yeah. We travel more. So you probably have much huger data sets, but you already mentioned that. You talked about 50,000 patients. 100,000, even even more. You know, there we, there We're working on now in projects that are more than 100,000 patients around the globe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Chinese, you know, Greeks and Canadians and uh, French Canadians and French and uh, Americans and Germans. And that sounds people. promising. That sounds yeah. promising. Okay. Um, I'll ask you my last question, but before I go to that, it just popped up in my mind because you talked about all this collaboration with different countries. Do you see any difference? I've read somewhere that um, Chinese woman, uh, breast cancer appears much less than European woman. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> and because of what they eat, uh, it's not, not hereditary, but it's probably something they eat. The, the most uh, convincing uh, example is the is the stomach stomach cancer in Japanese uh, people. When they they have quite high incidence of, st- of stomach cancer in Japan, but when they go to the states, the percentage goes goes about down to the average in the United States. Mm-hmm. So this shows the environmental factors influencing a specific type of cancer. Uh, the same also is uh, the breast cancer. Breast cancer is related to many di- dietary factors. Uh, uh, actually, is related 
to the age of monarchy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, it's very important. Uh, the older, uh, about 50 years ago, the mean age of monarchy, the mm -hmm. mean age where a woman has a period, uh, was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, the, nowadays, uh, the mean age of monarchy uh, has fallen to 12 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, and also the women were doing, uh, having a child uh, the uh, past earlier. years very earlier than now. So these two factors, the age of monarchy and the the, the age at, at first childbirth, uh, are, are very important uh, factors for for a woman for mm -hmm. for breast and ovarian cancer. Uh, so that's why Chinese women and also in in in, uh, in Africa in some places, uh, young kids if they are very thin, they don't eat very well. The young girls, they they delay their period. They delay their uh, their age of monarchy. Uh, if they, they can, and what does that mean? Less chances of having cancer? Or yes, what? yes. As, as, as we delay the age of, of monarchy, we we uh, have le that less. Doesn't make me happy. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> usually the girls they have to these little girls they have to to. As as we can as they can to delay their uh, age of the monarchy, mm. uh, because uh, yeah, it's it's frightening. Yeah, all my friends I remember twelve thirteen we all got no twelve thirteen is okay, but the kids my daughter now is twenty three, so I followed uh, uh -huh. uh, by close uh, you know young girls like to ten is it years earlier? ago. Oh yes, you can see also even at the age of eight or nine or ten. Yeah, but why twelve? Is twelve is a mean age. Twelve mean age. Twelve yes, means it's a mean. that. From yeah, yeah. Uh, to eight to sixteen. They are the middle okay. road, yeah. So why is it? Has, what has changed? And suddenly, that it's much earlier. Yeah, because because young girls they don't move a lot. They usually they are they are getting weight very early. Uh -huh. Weight is related to the early age at menarche. Uh, they eat a lot of foods that are not, you know, are processed. They may contain uh, estrogens, mm -hmm. and also, uh, of course, uh, they are the, the exposition to the sex factor, let's say, in the internet, and so this is also there may be a factor that you know makes uh, that the, pu the puberty comes earlier. Uh -huh. So this sounds quite interesting. So my last question has to do with your um, as a, as, a, as a scientist. So this is researchers night a lot of kids will be there listening and what do you have to say to young uh, children that really want to become scientists and follow in your pathway in your uh, shoes yeah uh, I would say that uh, being a researcher in general is a fascinating uh, job because uh, uh, it's like a hobby and uh, and also we follow you follow your mind you know you you are, I'm saying uh, I am paid to uh, to, to, to stay and think. <laughs> uh, we are thinking about things. We are thinking to find solutions. We are, we are fighting against many things. We are fighting against, uh, against common sense uh, because the science cannot be common sense. Science is against common sense uh, because it's difficult to find, the, let's say, the truth. There's no truth, but science is looking for the truth. He's looking for the ways that are very revolutionary for the human being, for the life of people. So we are trying, we have the privilege 
to be paid, as I said, to, to, uh, to be thinking, and also to try. We travel a lot. We have a lot of collaborators in Greece and abroad. Uh, our, our every day is uh, is uh, spent uh, discussing and uh, reading uh, new papers and reading uh, bibliography, and uh, we are colleagues and uh, in Greece and in uh, abroad. Uh, I have been traveling a lot in my life. I spent uh, five years in Paris after my university degree for my PhD, and then I spent another four years uh, at Boston, at Harvard uh, University, and then at NYU in New York. And uh, this is very fascinating, traveling around the world. And then I came back to Greece, and then I go back again in different countries. And that's very nice. It's okay. a different life. You make it sound fascinating. It's a lot of years of study, but it's, it sounds like Sherlock Holmes for finding science and discovering the truth. I find that really nice. Um, so that was uh, Dr. Draculis Yanukakos. I'm sorry, it's quite Greek, the name. Um, so he, with his research on breast cancer, and uh, thank you for being with us. Thank you very much. So this is Vicky Kolovu for Tech Talk Central. We'll have some more interviews coming up. Bye for now. You're listening to Tech Talk Central 